The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to another edition of the ever-popular Daily Witness podcast. Amen. I'm today's host, Trevor von Vieren. I don't know why there was this dramatic pause, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you've guessed it. Andrew is in the studio today. He said to me, Trevor, I just need to be in the studio. I need to be on the mic. And I just want to say well done to those that guess that, that I'm here. You know? <laughs> so um, this is Revival Fires Part 3. And, uh, you know, Andrew, I figured that title out after I did the recordings, mm. you know. Um, but hey, God is good. Amen. Amen. So let's jump into a word of prayer. Father, we thank you that you are awesome, man. I mean, we I, I used to have a hellish father. His name was Satan. Mm. What does Frank say? Shatan. <laughs> <laughs> but Dad, you are an amazing dad. You know, when we got adopted into the family, we got a father that actually wanted us. We got a father that actually dreamt of this day we got a father that actually did something about it amen and he took good care of us and you're still taking good care of us and um it's just awesome and i know you love being around um around these mics uh, around this table just that peace Mm. and that unity uh, you can't get it anywhere else. So no. Thank you for that, Father. In Jesus' name, thank you for helping our listeners mm. get the best of the best Amen. of the best. I thank you for that. Um, thank you, Lord God, for giving them ears to hear what is important in your heart. Thank you for giving them eyes to see what is important in your heart and and a heart that understands so that we can all be on the same page because when we're all on the same page, man, Dad, you get to move like never before. Amen. I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, we praise you Mm -hmm. and we give you the glory for what will come from this series. In Mm -hmm. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, Andrew, I recorded part one and part two of Revival Fires, and it was basically about the miracles that took place in this ministry. Mm. And I mean, you've seen it firsthand. Yes. You were there many times. And now we are going on to bigger things. We're going to talk about an actual revival that took place. And what is, I like to say it like this, man, it was one big Holy Ghost party Mm. that took place. And the world doesn't understand it. And we're talking now about the infamous Azusa Street Mm. Revival that took place in downtown LA. Mm. And, you know, you and Megan and and all of us, we've been talking about it back and forth, and you've watched some videos on it. And first thoughts, what do you think of the stuff that you heard that took place at Azusa Street? What's the impression um, that it, it leaves you with about God? And the stuff that took place 
I mean, do you walk away looking at him different? I do. And uh, I just see that uh, during that revival, um, God had no limits. Yeah. And uh, the human race, we the ones that always limit him. Yeah. But when he has that freedom, things happen. And while you're talking earlier, I was just thinking, you know, when, when Jesus manifest in any situation, mm-hmm. there's going to be miracles. And yeah. uh, I, I know that I know that I know that every single church out there, they need to let Jesus in. Yeah, they do. And if if they let Jesus in, you know, they can't call themselves a holy church and nothing's happening. Yeah. You know, um, if you're going to have a church and you're going to let Jesus in, things are going to happen every day. You know, Andrew, the key is what you said there. You have got to let Jesus yes, in. Yes, absolutely. And just do, just because you're behind a pulpit and you're opening up a Bible mm-hmm. and you're doing what any other preacher does, doesn't mean Jesus is in your church. Mm-hmm. just means you're at the church, mm-hmm. you know. And you know what I took away from Azusa Street Revival? Because there were mass salvations, dude. Mm-hmm. There were mass Holy Ghost baptisms and people were talking in tongues and so forth. And yeah, the media, they had a frenzy with it. They, yeah. This is back in, listen, guys, I didn't, actually, I didn't start off the way I should have started off. Azusa Street Revival started back in the month of April, 1906. Mm-hmm. This was a time where there were no cars, okay? And here's this black man with one eye, which he mm-hmm. lost to um, smallpox. And he just, he was so hungry for God. Mm. And he wanted more of God. He knew there was more, but he didn't know how to tap into it and find it and so forth. But Andrew, God obliged him. Mm. And then God started taking him step by step and said, hey, listen, do this, do this, and do this. And his name was William J. Seymour, by the way. And I highly recommend you go and look that up. Mm. But... When he just tapped into God, the miracles that took place at Azusa Street mm-hmm. were absolutely phenomenal. I mean, we're talking about church service starts in the morning, mid-morning, and it went until the next day, until 3, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. every day. This, this didn't take place for a week. Mm-hmm. This did not take place for two weeks or three weeks. Andrew, this went on for years. And, you know, the miracles that that happened there. Every day. The miracles that happened every day. Like everyone, anyone and everyone had to stand back and say, this is God. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, like someone's nose stopped running. Yeah. And then say, God healed me of a cold, (laughs) you know. That's, listen, don't even, (laughs) I don't even want to go there. But... You know, there was like this woman that had this massive mass on the side of her face. She had to actually hold it. Mm -hmm. She came there with a child, and she was holding the child in the one hand, and this mass, she had to hold it up on the side of her cheek. Mm -hmm. She had to hold it up with her hand. And they prayed for her, and, and right there... That mass just shrunk and got smaller and smaller Mm -hmm. and smaller until it completely disappeared. These were the type of miracles. I mean, blind eyes were Mm -hmm. opened and deaf ears were opened and and people got born again. And, you know, people don't 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 overlook the new birth. Mm -hmm. 
don't overlook the new birth. That right there is an outstanding miracle in itself. And then the Holy Ghost baptisms that followed. I mean, people were just um, talking in tongues and then they would sing in tongues and, you know, um, they would bring in people that were just left to die. And William J. Seymour had this box over his head. That was what he did. That's how he tuned into God, put a box over his head and just pray in the Spirit and pray and pray and pray. And when it was time, when when he took his his box off, everyone knew Mm -hmm. God is going to talk. I mean, how awesome is that, man? That and is he, awesome. he'd get up and he'd, in, in, in one service, he just said, hey, you guys are healed. Get up and go home. And the whole bunch got up and went off. And, you know, listening to, um, you, you sent me a link yeah. and I watched it and uh, I woke up something like five o'clock in the morning yeah. and uh, grabbed my phone and was watching it early, early, early. And uh, I remember that one testimony where that guy did not have another arm. Yes. And they laid hands on him and an arm formed. Yeah. And uh, I I just see from that revival, they let God in. Yeah. That's, Andrew, that is the key. Mm. They let God in. Um, today, and you know, we're pushing for a revival. Yes. Call, yes. I mean, you know, we prayed in the spirit and... The, the Spirit of God, I was just praying in tongues, praying in tongues, and I learned this from Billy Brim and Kenneth Copeland and that. Sometimes you'll get an English word or English mm. phrase that just comes out and you hear it. Just say it. Mm. Just say it. Sometimes I've heard people say this, you know, when, especially when they're new to it. I can hear myself praying in tongues in my head. I can still hear mm. it. You know, that's how it comes across in English. You're praying in tongues, praying in tongues, and you get this English word or a phrase uh, that's the time to be obedient. Just say it. Mm. Just say it. Even if it, you don't have to try and figure the thing out. Anyway, I said, fan the flames. Mm. Fan the flames. And I was like, what's that? I thought, hey, that's pretty cool. You know, mm. <laughs> fan the flames. Fan the flames. Fan the flames. And I thought, gee, this, you know, it, it went on for a while. And I thought, I want to look up a video of, you know, those old air pumps? Yes, it looks like a yes, Constantina at the yes. back. And I want to see them fan um, old dead coals, you mm. know? And I looked that up and yeah, I found out it's actually a scripture. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know? And then, as you know, uh, yesterday, I was just laying on the bed and Megan was chatting with Haley and so forth. And I just had this video that I wanted to watch about William J. Seymour. And yeah, they, they're busy talking. And uh, Dr. Gene Bailey is asking this other guy about Palm. And he says, well, you know, he didn't fan the flames. And I was mm. like, what? What? You know, I got so <laughs> excited about this, man. And we want revival. That's my point. And, you know, when people hear about the miracles that took place there, they think it's so far-fetched. And Mm. will God answer the call? And will God answer the prayer? Some people will say, yes, he'll answer, answer it if you pray long enough and so forth. But the truth is, when we were studying out these revivals, it's God's heart exactly to be there. And he wants to be there every day. All the time. It's us. And I love what you said. We have got to let him in. Now, that's what we want to talk about in this episode. Andrew, 
something that I, I love what John the Baptist said. He must increase. Mm -hmm. Talking about Jesus. And he said, I must decrease. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm not even worthy to tie his shoelaces. Modern translation says shoelaces. And we have got to come to that place where we break away from this, um, and I'm saying this inverted commas, the modern church. Yes. We need to break away from that, and we need to go back to that old school, hectic, holy reverence for him. Absolutely. You know, and that's how that's what you're saying. Let him in, mm -hmm. because he wants to. He wants to be in all the time. Mm -hmm. That's his heart all the time. And William J. Seymour, he was one of them. I mean, he's not just the only one. I mean, we're talking about the Day of Pentecost. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the famous Welsh revival. We're talking about the famous Pensacola revival. I think the Welsh revival took place in 1904. Um. The Azusa Street Revival, 1906. The Pensacola Revival in 1995. Mm -hmm. We're talking about these revivals and, and revivals in between. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can see the heart of God mm -hmm. when someone just gave him an opportunity. Mm -hmm. The miracles flowed. And some of the stuff that took place at the Pensacola Revival is just outstanding. I'm just thinking of uh, Jesus when he was in his earthly ministry and uh, he had his earthly ministry for, for three years. And yeah. Jesus, uh, you know, he only said and did what he saw the Father do and say. Yeah. And, um, you know, he would heal multitudes of people. Yeah. All the time. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, I always think about in the Gospel of John, I think mm -hmm. it's the first chapter, it says, um, they were... May, they were created by him, mm. but yet they rejected him. And I always think about this because Jesus is God with us. Yes. Emmanuel, yes. God with us. And I always see, and I, I always thought about this, and I know it was a thought that came by the Holy Ghost. Jesus, when he stepped over into his ministry, obviously under the anointing yes. of the Holy Ghost, when he looked at all of these Jews around him and he's going to minister to them, I'm just, I'm thinking about the love, mm. this intense love that he's got for them and how happy he is mm. to be amongst them. Because you've got to understand, he was cooped up. In that temple, yes. In the in the inner court, and yeah, the people lived around him. But I mean, that's what he had to make do with. Mm. And yeah, he is in the form of a man, mm. and he is thrilled just to be with them. He can touch them. He can heal them. He can set them free. He can minister to them. Uh, I mean, I'm just thinking about the smile that is on his face from ear to ear and his eyes, and he's just looking and staring at them with love. And someone says, well, where do you get that? And don't you forget when he stood in front of Jerusalem and he said, oh, Jerusalem and Jerusalem, how I've longed for you. Mm -hmm. How I've longed to to gather you under um, uh, under my wings like mm. a like a hen covers her chicks. 
I mean, that is the way he thought. And, and when I see these revivals and the miracles that took place, I can just see him fist pumping and air pumping and jumping up and down and shrieking and excited. And, you know, you see these people just laughing outrageously in the spirit and so forth. I, I come across some, of you know, some fogies that might say, and fogies, when I, when I say fogies, I don't mean just old people. I'm talking, mm. You get some young people that are very critical, mm. you know. And they say, look how stupid these people are, mm. just laughing. Why, do you, why are you doing that, you know? Blah, 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 blah. I was never like that. Mm. You know, when I came into a church one day and I saw these people laughing in the spirit, and they would just bust out laughing in different places in the church, I got jealous. <laughs> I said, Lord, where's my shot? <laughs> you know, I want it, man. I want everything of him. God isn't stuck up. No. He is not stuck up. And I remember one day I said, I had enough. I had enough. And I said, I said that to him. I said, listen, I also want to laugh like that. <laughs> and um, he could, he, you know, God knows my heart. <laughs> <laughs> the words of Marius, God knows my heart. And I forgot about it and didn't think anything of it and uh, hung, went to Robert and Shane later that day. And so we're over at Robert's uh, place and we, we're standing there and the next second, just out the blue, I just start laughing and I'm laughing and I'm laughing in the spirit and I'm like, mm. wow, my prayer got answered. I, this is what it feels like. And Dude, it was so cool. Mm. It was really amazing. And I held on to Shane's shoulder. And you could see Shane felt very uncomfortable. He's, he's also born again and Robert's mm. born again. They know about this type of stuff. But, he, but I could see like Shane's like wondering, huh? I didn't say anything funny, you know. And I laughed so much. I had to hold my stomach and, and bow over. And I just thank God for that, man. I never, ever forgot that. And, you know, I think of every time... Uh, the Lord uses you to uh, baptize someone in the Spirit, yes. and Morris just starts laughing, yes, and laughing and laugh, and it's it's contagious. It is. It really is. It's very funny. <laughs> and you know, this is the stuff mm. that the Lord loves. He wants to manifest this way. I think to myself, when a revival breaks out, I just, I can just imagine His heart. And you know what the sad thing is, what happened specifically with the Azusa Street Revival, that ran up for three years. Some say it ran up uh, even longer. But they say um, William J. Seymour stopped taking that box off of his head. And there were people that came in there many times to try and control the meeting mm. many mm. times and some people would get up and go onto the stage to try and take control of the meeting when mm. they got there they didn't know why they were there and they were dumbfounded and you know god stepped yes, in yes like hey this is this is my mm. space go and there were times where people uh, would get up and they'd want to go forward and all of a sudden something happened and someone would stop them and they'd go and sit down again mm. so you could see the longing where God was just, he, he loves to bless people with miracles and, and do the things that took place at Azusa Street and the salvations. And I heard of a story um, at the Pensacola uh, revival, uh, the Playboy Bunnies. Mm -hmm. They came into town, into Florida, 
at what took place in Pensacola, Florida. And they came into town and they said to the cab driver, take us to the hottest place in town. <laughs> three, three bunnies from the Playboy Mansion. And the cab driver took them to church. <laughs> and they said, well, why are you taking us to church? He said, well, you said the hottest place in town. Dude, there was a stream of people from the front door. They were camping because they couldn't get into the church. Praise God. And these three Playboy bunnies went in. All three of them got born again, mm. filled with the Spirit. This is the heart of God. Mm. You're telling me God didn't set that up? Sure. He wasn't rapping that song. You know what? what I'm, I cast you out. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. You, you know what? Uh, when, I, when I hear of these revivals, um, yeah. it's always a lot of prayer yeah. that, that came first. Yeah. You know, people would pray and believe God and intercede yeah. and... You know, they're giving God room. Yeah. And uh, something that I think everyone can agree on. Um, in so many churches, there's always people, they they just congregants, and yeah. they always trying to rule everything. Yeah. They're not even on, on staff. Yes. You know, and... Uh, it's very disrespectful. It really is. Yeah. And um, many times they, they can't get their foot in, and then they go to another church and that. But when it comes to just giving God room... Yeah. You know, like we we have to decrease. We have to decrease. We we need to get into a continuous prayer yeah. and just don't stop. And why pray, Andrew? So that we can get ourselves yes. into the spirit. Mm. So that we can think like we're operating in the spirit. Be spiritually Absolutely. minded. That's what I'm saying. Yes. To be to be spiritually minded. Yes. And you know. It was so sad. I think, and I'm I'm going to say this on behalf of God. I think when the Azusa Street revival came to an end, I think it must have been so sad for mm. God to pack up and leave. Yes, and not have His way. And the reason why was because that building never ever had a name on the outside. Mm -hmm. And William J. Seymour said. The minute you put a name up on this building, you'll see the miracles will come to an end. He oh, said wow. that. Yeah. I watched Dr. Gene Bailey talk mm. about it with some people that studied after this, you know. And there came a time where people just pushed and pushed and pushed and they wanted control and this doctrine and that mm. doctrine. And then they put up a name on the side of the building. Yeah. And the miracles ceased. Because what's happening here? They got up here into their head. Mm. They 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 turned to their own knowledge, yes. their own understanding, want to be in complete control, yes. and everything just stopped. And let's be honest, like no human being created the heavens and earth. No. You know, like we can't, when it comes to spiritual things, God has to be leading us. Yeah. Jesus is supposed to be everyone's shepherd. Yes. We're just supposed to stand back and just follow the shepherd. We've got to stand back. We've got mm. to decrease. What does that mean? We've got to stop playing this modern yes. punk yes. Christian music that they're too scared to mention the name of Jesus. Mm. And they focus in the songs. It's more focused on me. Mm. Um, you know, I, I watched this interview of these two old people now they were kids in the azusa street revival and by this time they were both aged they were almost in the 80s but this video was recorded in the early 70s already wow 
and they asked these old people, and this is key, you know, what music did they play? And this old black lady, you know, I love this old mm. black ladies. Well, you know, she said, <laughs> they used to play Blessed Assurance uh, under under the blood, you know, all these old classic hymns. Mm. And you'll notice those hymns, Andrew, and I, you know, the minute she was naming them off, I immediately stopped because I got Apple Music on mm. the phone, as you know. Yes. And I went to search and I looked up those songs immediately, played them, listened to them, compared to these new tracks, mm. this new rock, this new fancy stuff, and we're calling it Christian. Guess what, man? Big difference mm. night and day. Yes, the new stuff is awesome. The new stuff, they got the latest instruments and they got all the all the best sound equipment and and the best audio recording equipment. And it mm. just, you know, it comes out crisp and you got the bass and you got the treble and you got everything in place. But you don't have an anointing mm. and you don't have God mm. because the music doesn't give honor to God. Mm. The way the old hymns did. And that's the difference. Mm. So they could they could get into the presence of God very easy mm. because they played these old classic hymns, because those hymns were there to give him glory. Yes, absolutely. And they honored him and and by doing these little things and praying in the spirit, guess what? You're decreasing. Mm. You're decreasing. You're decreasing. You're getting out of the way. You you stop trying to figure this thing out. Mm. Stop trying to control this thing. They never had a formal service. Mm. They never said it's from nine to six or you know mm. whatever the yeah. case may be. They never they never ever had that. It's just come to church. No name on the building. Mm. Nothing. It's just come to church. And that is where they decreased and had no control over the situation and completely submitted and surrendered to God. And you know what I get out of all this? God is not pushy. God is not bossy. Mm. Someone says, um, you know, yeah, but look how he operated and so forth under the Old Testament. Well, guess what? If he was bossy, if he was pushy, there would have been a revival every single day. Exactly. And he would have forced his way in and mm. said, we're going to have revival now, and that's that. You mm. will listen to me. You know, That never, ever took place. He is so gentle. Mm. And isn't that one of the fruits of the Spirit? Yes. And where do we get that fruit from? Him. Mm. He is so gentle. Something else that I realized, the um, that old school uh, preachers, you notice when they would uh, publish their own books, yeah. they didn't have big photos of themselves on the book cover. Yeah. Like these days, I've noticed it's more about the author That's it. than about the word inside. Yeah. So that, that really stuck out to me. Well, guys, I'm going to have to end this episode because we are over time, yeah? <laughs> but hey, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey? God gets the glory. Exactly. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, 
Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.